I'm not ready for this episode. Well, get ready, because here we go. Please start the episode that way. <laughs> Hello, friends. This is Jaime, and you're listening to the Misconceptions Podcast. Every answer we find just adds more questions. I mean, sure, we knew about this mist and this well in theory, but how did it grab a hold of me? How I, I feel like I've lost something. I, nothing makes sense anymore. And who the heck are these three dudes? I mean, I just do not have the time to fight with them right now. There's a lot to figure out, and when are we going to get some clear answers? When will all of this make any sense? Previously on Misconceptions, the crew took a trip back to water treatment plant 23. Took a trip, uh, road trip to water treatment plant 23. Uh, and they had previously been here when it was a functional water treatment plant, and they had their first run in with the mysterious wolf. Uh, and the wolf narrowly escaped collapsing the water treatment plant on top of them. Um, But the reason the crew returned to this place was because uh, on the day of Faye and Woodard's wedding, Esther was there and she saw three people uh, crawling out from the wreckage of water treatment plant 23. And she decided to tell them and they proved to be more formidable than they at first appeared did some damage to Esther before they escaped, and now they have returned. Well, not the three dudes, but the three crew members have returned to Water Treatment Plant 23 to uh, see just what they were doing. Why were they in the uh, ruins of Water Treatment Plant 23? Um, Through a uh, circuitous route, the trio work their way through the underground and into this room where there was a stone well uh, and mist was billowing out of this well. And as the three crew members investigated the well, trying to figure out exactly what the mist was, what was this well, why is it here, they breathed in a bit of the mist and they all had strange visions visual representations of different things. A message that they could not encode. But Faye and Bill uh, realize that maybe something is not right here. And so combining their powers, they crushed the well, collapsed it on top of itself, uh, cutting off the mist that was billowing out. But before it went... The mist grabbed hold of them, literally, by the neck, and began to choke them 
but not choke their physical bodies, choking their mythical natures. And mechanically, Bill and Faye had two tags that were burned. Bill lost his elemental mastery tag, and Faye lost her reduced to nature tag. And um, the deed done, the mist cut off, the choking stopped. But in the midst of all of this noise, the three crew members did not hear the three uh, suspects returning to the well. And they turned around and they saw these three, and they said, Huh, what's going on, boys? They destroyed Ma's drink. Let's get them, boys. And that's where we pick up this episode. The three of you standing in this cube-shaped room with a stairwell leading up and out and a narrow drainage pipe that y'all crawled up just moments before. And then those three people standing in the stairwell in front of you. And they are dressed in uh, like track suits, red with the pinstripe white going down the legs. And one of them is holding a big swallow cup. Um, And he is clutching it against his chest. What do the three of you do? Do they have weapons out? You do not see any weapons. Faye is going to curse. Come on. And like extend her staff at the ready and looks to Esther and Bill with like rolling eyes like how how are we in this situation? <laughs> because you rolled a seven through nine on your sneak around. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bill's gonna like uh, look at his hands like shake him a little bit and be like okay well yeah, and he's just going to get into a defensive stance. Esther's going to put her hand on her gun, but not pull it out yet. Okay. The three of them rush at you. What do you do? <laughs> Let's do this. Let's keep him alive in case we need him. As you're saying, uh, keep him alive, he collides with you and goes to grab your shirt and punch you in the face. I'm going to react before it happens. Mm-hmm. And like throw my elbow up in an attempt to break his nose. Okay, nice. uh, this definitely sounds like a go toe to toe. So what are you gonna add? I'm gonna add react before it happens. Yes. Um, daddy's fighter. Yes. Inspire calm. No, nope. <laughs> I was, it was a joke. Be cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Okay, so go toe-to-toe with a plus two. A seven. A seven. So on a seven through nine, you choose one. You achieve your goal. Uh, You get them good and give them a status, or you block, dodge, or counter their best attempts. I'm going to give him a status of broken nose. Broken nose two. Okay. So as you bring your... You were saying you were hitting him with your elbow in the nose. Uh Uh-huh. As you bring your elbow across his face, jamming it into his nose... Uh, the force of your elbow would have definitely busted somebody's nose, but as you hit it, his nose does not break. And he reduces your status that you had inflicted on him by two. And he continues with his attack, grabbing you by the shirt and going to punch you in the face. Roll a face danger against a broken nose. 
three status. <laughs> Carrie rolls her eyes. <laughs> I'm going to add my Aegis armor. Okay. I don't know. I could argue that I would add Daddy's fighter just because I've been in fights, so I know how to, like, move. Okay. So face danger with plus two. Against a uh, broken nose three. An eight. An eight. So you take a, a busted nose two status. Um, so he grabs you, and he goes to punch you in the face. Uh, and he is going to connect, but you said you summon your Aegis armor. Uh, so what does that look like? How do you? How does his fist not break your nose? Um, as he goes to, like, as he rears back to punch my nose, like, the Aegis armor begins to appear, and there's, like, a helmet, like you see in war movies or whatever, mm-hmm. where there's a metal piece that, like, goes right mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. the nose. So a very protection. Spartan-esque helmet. Yeah. Which makes sense, because you are the rift of Athena, the Grecian god of war. Uh, yeah, so that nose guard comes down over your nose, and it, like, the camera slows down as we see like uh your mystical armor piece itself together uh almost like it's weaving itself down like threads down your nose just as his hand connects with that nose guard and it pushes it into your nose and blood spurts out and you like skid away and he like puts up both his fists ready to fight uh the other two of you what are you doing as these two beefy boys come down on you. Uh, I am anticipating his attack. Okay. Um, so are you are you going to act? Yeah, after he acts. Okay, okay. I gotta play, well, I gotta play my... Uh, I mean, so mechanically, do you want to act after you roll a face danger? Yes. Okay. So, um, he is... Uh, going to come at you and uh, he's just gonna like Goldberg tackle you around the waist and try to slam you into the earthen wall behind you Um, go ahead and roll a face danger against a broken four status (laughs) okay Um, is it possible well I was gonna say is it possible for me to use martial arts to create a um a tag called defensive stance or would that have had to be done earlier because mechanically that's how I was playing out in my mind I see uh yes so that would have been a a change the game um to give yourself an advantage um no it could definitely happen in combat uh so let's go back then uh so before you are going to roll a face danger uh let's roll a change the game so you said you are describing yourself as kind of taking a defensive stance uh, against him. So, uh, Rolla changed the game. How are you going to prepare yourself for this fight? Uh, like what tags am I going to use? Or like narratively? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to stay focused. Kind of notice the other two are going after my other two compatriots. So, um, purely focused on him. I'm tapping into my uh, martial arts training, even though I'm early on. And I'm planning a counter strike. So if you've ever seen like the Sherlock Holmes movie, mm-hmm. whenever that guy's like belligerently coming at him and he's just like with his super suave voice, he's like, he's going to attack my kidney and I'm going mm-hmm. to deflect with my own. Yeah. So all those things are happening in my brain. 
Yeah, I like it. So this episode is definitely directed by Guy Ritchie. <laughs> so, uh, I, I guess I should probably roll. Yeah, so maybe. it changed the game with a plus one? That's a plus three. Oh, plus three. Because it's uh, stay focused, martial arts, and counter-strike. Oh, baby. All right, so I rolled a 13. Hey. A 13, all right. Um, so that means you're good. Um, yeah, so uh, you get three juice. What do you spend those juice on? Okay, so we're going to create... Can I use one of those juice to step up my defensive stance? Yeah, so what you could do is you could give yourself a status of like ready to fight or um, something like that, ready and up. you could ready up. I like that. Um, yeah, Earl some stance. some sort of status, <laughs> um, but put all of your points into that status and give yourself a three that you can use because remember statuses do not or stati do not have to be um negative they can be positive so would i go up to the third thing or would i do would it be like two and a half from you would three? go up to number three nice yeah so i went with the uh, i'm ready with the spongebob vibe so. <laughs> i'm ready so yeah Okay, That's so you you ready yourself, and he comes in to you with that Goldberg spear charge. Okay. Now, unfortunately, you cannot use any of the tags that you just used in this move, but you do have a, a status of I'm ready three. It's the same thing, isn't it? But, oh, well, narratively, it works out better. Okay, I'm so bad. <laughs> Listeners, Jaime literally just <laughs> threw something and leaned all the way back in his chair. So you you set it up, which but it will be more effective later. Because the reason you can't use those tags right now is because you just use them and it's a linked move. Because your change of game is going to affect your face danger right now. But in the future, you can use those tags again okay. with this status. Okay. So, yeah, that'll be nice. All right. I thought for so like learning, it's, yeah. Anyway, let's do it. <laughs> so, yeah. I will. Oh, I'm gonna try something. You tell me if tell me if it doesn't work. But okay, fighters will often bluff jabs and feign punches mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to distract attention. So, could I use good bluff to like try to direct him to my right instead of my strong side? Sure. Try to juke him. Yeah. So plus one with my I'm ready thing mm-hmm. would that make it a plus four total that's a plus four total oh baby okay so that okay so I will re- rescind my throwing <laughs> you're <hands>. throwing <laughs> god well okay it was a nine okay so uh you will take a um busted rib three status um as he rams into you so you try to juke him but he comes and grabs you around the waist, uh, and he's going to force you up against the earthen wall with a slam. Uh, so, Bill, as your back strikes against the uh, packed earth behind you and you feel a rib crack underneath the weight of this dude's shoulder, um, I think for a second you are no longer in this cube-shaped room. Uh, instead, you are 
in a past memory with your family. And what is this memory that we see? The memory would be the first week in their their house when they when they first bought it. Um, and Bill and Sheila are working in the backyard doing gardening stuff. And little Billy uh, runs up and starts trying to wrestle with with Bill and kind of like tackles him on the side and then just start play wrestling in the yard. Billy's laughing and you're smiling and Sheila is shaking her head at the sight. And then we go out of that back into the dusty underground as he plows into you into the earth. Faye, what are you doing? Um, as my person is running at me, um, I am going to, I've already extended my staff. And so what I would like to do is trip them and then do with my acrobatic mastery, a fun little twirl over them and then do the like land with the staff, like at their chin to like hold them down. Very interesting. Uh, yeah, let's do a go toe to toe. Cool. Um, so I think just plus two, one for my extendable staff and one for the acrobatic mastery. Okay. I got an 11. That's an 11. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go toe-to-toe. You get to choose two. Um, I am going to achieve my goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so now Faye is standing um, very combat-esque, which is you know newer for her, um, next to him with like her staff right at his face and he's got his chin stretched up and then I am going to block dodge or counter their best attempts okay um so I don't know how you best want me to do this if it's just the fear or if it's like since he's in dirt like there's roots holding him down that seems like another role yeah you didn't describe using your yeah uh stuff so I think you as you describe it you flip over him right as he goes to tackle you like Bill did and you like roll over him he crashes into the rubble of the well, and as he turns around, you tap the bottom of his chin uh, with your staff. And uh, as per the go toe to toe, you achieve your goal, and it says take what they hold. So I think this was the guy that had the big swallow cup. So how does he lose possession of the big swallow cup, and how do you get it? Or do you get it? Sure. Um, as he, like, goes to grab me and then falls over, um, kind of in, like, the turning, he lets go and the swallow cup is thrown into the air, and, um, right after Faye holds him down, she reaches out, grabs it. Like, without even looking at it? Yeah, without even looking. Grabs it? I like it. And then pulls it back and is staring at him and then like just glancing at the cup. Is it heavy or empty? Yeah, it's just, it's empty and it just looks like a big plastic, big swallow cup. Uh, And it has like the red handle. Um, There is no lid. Uh, It's big. It's like a 32 ounce or like, I don't know, what is a big gold? Uh, Like 44 or something. Some outrageous ounceage of liquid would fit in here but it is currently empty but as you hold it there is more to this cup than what it seems but yeah you are now holding the big swallow and your 
staff is up underneath his chin. Uh, boys, he says. And the other two turn around from what they are doing, and they see you holding the bi- the big swallow, and uh, they start rushing towards you. That was an unfortunate consequence. <laughs> what is everybody doing? Um, Esther's still standing. Yeah, so I think like he punched you, and you did like a cool like superhero skid away uh-huh. from him. Um. Esther's gonna lunge forward and like grab for his leg in an attempt to like knock him down. It's such a small space, and Esther tends to roll very poorly that she's afraid she's gonna shoot the wrong person. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I guess this is a go toe to toe. You're trying to trip him up. Trip him up. Trip him up. So what you got? I don't know if it would work but i could react before it happens and like i'm reacting before he moves away like i'm able to reach him before he moves away sure um and then um maybe either some life lessons i guess it would be life lessons because javi's burned right now but i was thinking like a cop maneuver or something but maybe life lessons of like this is how you this is how I would carry a closet, but this is this is how you. Sorry. Nice Jim Gaffigan joke. Um, like this is how you go to attack somebody that's running away from you. Okay, so you're trying to subdue him, yeah. So plus two. Yeah, plus two. No. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> what happens? You lunge forward and try to grab him. I rolled a seven. Okay, here here's what here's what I like. You do grab him. You grab him around the waist, but you your like fingers are touching, but you cannot lock your fingers together around his waist. And as you are struggling to lock him up and keep him from running, he kind of twists around in your uh, grip, and he's going to bring down both hands over his fist onto the small of your back. Uh, roll a face danger against a broken four. You trying to kill her? Yeah, that's the goal. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. His fists go over his head. Um, I'm going to use my Aegis armor that's already on. Okay. Um, I mean, that's really all I got. Could you use your wings at all? I guess I could. I don't know exactly, like... I mean, he's coming for your back. Your wings shoot out of your back. Yeah. So, I mean, I use my wings and they're armored. Okay. Eight. An eight. So you take a uh, busted back three status as his fists come down on your back and just plow you into the ground. Uh, and he turns and keeps running for Faye. Uh, Bill? Um, I get up to run after the guy who just tackled me. And I notice that my ribs do not feel great. So I'm kind of cosplaying Esther. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but I'm a risk taker. So... <laughs> So I, I sprint anyway um, and go and try to sweep his legs. So I'm going to use um, Risk Taker and Martial Arts to try to see if I can trip him up and s- slow his advance at least. Slow his advance. Okay. Roll it go toe to toe. And do I get to add the plus three or no? Because it's no longer defensive. Um, Wait, I'm ready. F- yes. Yeah, so do you feel that this goes along with your tag of I'm ready? Yes. Okay. So rolling with a plus five. All right. That's a 15. 
A 15? Okay. Yeah, so uh, uh, so how do you trip him? What happens? Get up. It hurts. It sucks. But I just run forward and um, hit him with the with the leg sweep. Mm-hmm. Like Ryu and Karate Kid and everyone. Yeah. Just sweep the leg. Ca- catch his first foot. His second foot hits the dirt and he eats it. So. Yeah, and he just collapses with a heavy thud into the earth. Um, and then can I secure a superior position? Oh, yeah. So this is a go toe-to-toe. Um, so you achieve your goal, you get them good and give them a status, or you block, dodge, or counter their best attempt. So which of those two do you choose? I assume you achieve your goal of stopping him. Nope. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Joke's on you. I will, I will block, dodge, or counter his best attempts okay. by taking his back. It's hard for somebody to hit you when you're on the back. Okay, yeah. So you trip him and then jump onto his back and like try to start grappling with him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I dig it. Uh, so Faye, you have one dude charging at you and one dude right in front of you at the base of your staff. What do you do? I am going to. I've noticed that the big swallow is of much importance mm-hmm. to the group. Um, so I would like to argue that I throw it up mm-hmm. to have the roots um, at the top, like hold it and use that as leverage. Oh, so you're trying to threaten them by like trapping it up there? Or yeah, you're just like just throwing it up them. out of the way? No, 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 no. I'm trying to use it to like... Like I could crush this quap. This quap. I could quap. I could quap it. She's wanting to use it as leverage. Right Thank yeah. you. Good God. Thank okay. You. Uh, so it sounds like you are rolling a convince, mm-hmm. um, and I will give you a plus one because you do have the big swallow cup. Okay. Um, so you have a situational bonus. Uh, anything else you could add? Um, plant growth. Okay. And then um, I could use the more the merrier since there's a lot of roots here. Um. It's up to you. Okay. Okay. So, so plus it convinced three. with a plus three. I got a ten. A ten. Okay. So on a ten, uh, they change their agenda to include yours for at least at least for the time being. So you, as you said, you throw it up to the ceiling. These roots come out of the ceiling, wrap around the cup, and kind of trap it there against the ceiling. What do you say? Because. As you throw it up, they look up at the ceiling like they're going to go get it. So that's going to be mine now, since I control those, unless you all want to tell me what's going on here. Uh, the one that was rushing towards you like holds up his hands like, Wait, don't do it! Tell me why. That's Ma's cup. She needs that. And what does she need it for? Uh, the one that Bill is grappling on the ground says, it's her favorite drink. Who is your mother? Ma? They like all three say in unison. What is your mother's name? Her name is Miss Minnie. That registers. Why does that register? But we just call her Ma. Yeah, we get that. And Faye and Esther. At the mention of that name, you are taken back. To the, to the mayoral debate gala, the oh, night God, yes. when Pip Hamill was shot by the wolf from an adjacent roof. Jeremiah was there 
uh, sitting with two people at a table in the back. If you remember, the two guests Jeremiah was with was Dr. Jacoby and an older woman who seemed to know quite a bit about the two of you. And her name, she introduced herself as Miss Minnie. And then you come back to right now. Not gonna lie, Esther doesn't have any memory of it. <laughs> oh, well, okay, that's fair, because I think you were having a conversation with Carmine Giuseppe at the time, and uh, he was giving you the coin and the favor for your father. Mm-hmm. So it might have been only Faye that... And Faye has always been very concerned that the old women are the ones who know what's going old on. Old women do city. have all the power. Yes. It's always the person you most medium suspect. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so at the mention of that name, Faye kind of startles a bit. Okay. And she glances at the other two because this is kind of out of her wheelhouse to be bartering. Um, you can leave peacefully with this cup if you tell us where Miss Minnie is and take her to us. Take us to her. Or I can crush it. Don't! Don't crush it! And I think, like, as you say that, like, the roots kind of flex a little. And you can hear the... Of the cup. And they No, don't! Don't! Okay. One, you can... And she goes full teacher. You can peacefully leave her, leave here with the cup and tell us where she lives or two, you can take us directly to her. One or two. They look at each other. They flash back to a time they were at the eye doctor. <laughs> <laughs> they look this they look the same. I think they're the same. <laughs> yeah. It's too hard to tell a difference. They're the same. They look at each other and they like kind of have like this unspoken like almost like triplet speak where they're like do we come on yeah all right and they turn back to you we will take the cub and leave peacefully that was not one of the options with the address of where miss minnie is well hold on a second you said we could do one or the other no no. let's review shall we okay so one you can take the cup leave peacefully and give us the address or two you can take us directly to her they turn and look back to each other well i mean we can (laughs) do we just well we can tell them then we can yeah all right we will take the cup and leave peacefully and leave you with an address Great. Also, will you please lift that rock so we can exit that way? Yes, ma'am, I will. Hold on a second. He said, um, he said an address, not the address. Faye, wide-eyed, looks back in, like, the stern teacher look of, did you just try to trick me? Yeah, and Faye, you have looked into the eyes of so many duplicitous children during your teaching career, and there is, like, whenever a child is trying to be tricky, there is this little glimmer in their eye, a little curl of their lips, and as you look at this man, you do not see that. You realize that this man is a simpleton. 
he could not double cross you if he put his entire mind towards it. <laughs> when he said a address, it's probably the only address he knows. Which may not be the address we're looking for, <laughs> but it is an address that he knows. Faye turns back to Bill. I think I think it's legit. All right, just making sure. Yeah, good call. Um, all right, um, address please, and then lift the rock, and we will all exit out of here, and then I will hand you your cup. He thinks through the steps to make sure you're not double-crossing him. Which he wouldn't know. Which he wouldn't but... know. But it all checks out, and he says, That sounds good. She gives him a thumbs up. He gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> Esther rolls her eyes. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so they give you an address. Let it be known that Bill is still on top of <laughs> yeah. the, one of the brothers. Yeah, I mean, I still got my pole on the other guy's face. <laughs> Uh, 76 <laughs> Brickle Drive. Yeah, Ma, Ma lives at what we all do uh, at 76 Brickle Drive. How far is that from here? I mean, if you hoof it, it's not too far. Sure. So, like, how long does it take you? Like, minutes? I mean, uh, when we run there, we get like a little sweaty, but it's not like a whole big sweat. So I would say it would take a small sweat's time to get there. Sure, sure. Does Faye notice um, any sweat dripping off them right now? Nope. Okay, so we're looking at maybe like 15 minutes or so. We could just follow him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, well, um, if you will let us out. Oh, yeah. And he runs up the stairs and puts his hands on this cement slab that none of you could uh, budge. And he just pushes it up over his head. All right, it's it's up. Come on up. I'm going to trust the GM. It's <laughs> <laughs> always a bad idea. I know. All right. <laughs> All right, let's, let's go. Okay, you let the other two up. And they walk up behind you. Uh, Y'all exit out of the thing. You grab the cup. And one of the brothers lowers the slab down. And then he looks expectantly to you. Uh, Miles Cup? Absolutely. A deal is a deal. And she hands it to him. All right, thanks. Uh, And then uh, he takes it and keeps it against himself. And he says, I'm going to hold on to it this time, Nimrod. And he's talking to his brother who lost it. And he's like, well, shucks, man. She was like a spider monkey. I just couldn't grab her. And the other brother said, I was doing pretty damn good. I just, I kind of wanted to finish that fight. But I mean, I guess we're not going to. Esther flicks him off. (laughs) Yes. He, He puffs up his chest and he's ready to fight. And one of the brothers slaps his hand against his chest. Now, hold on. We can go somewhere else. You got the list? Yeah, I got it. All right, pull it out. Come on. Let's start hoofing. And uh, he starts running away, and as he does, he is pulling a list out of his pocket, and you can hear them talking back and forth uh, between the three of them as they jog off. So they have a list of locations of the wells? (laughs) So we're following them, right? Are they just, like, yelling out? Like... (laughs) 
all this of the secrets the of the city. This is the next one we go yeah. to. I mean, they're running and talking, so they're like, "Oh, we're going, we're going to 82 King Street. We take, we take a right up here, right? Where's the left? Oh God, I don't know." And they're just running. Did they off. say 82 King Street? Yep, sure. They said 82 King Street. Cause we have a car, right? Oh no, they didn't say 82 King Street. They said 123 Blanco Street. Oh my goodness. Interesting. I think we do have a car. I also think you have wings. Yeah, but I can't make y'all fly. We can fly, we can fly, we can fly. No, she's not the rift of Peter Pan. Uh, No, you described them as, I mean, it was like a, you created a cushion of feathers across your back and you kind of described them as being uh, armored. armored. Uh, Homeboy was just real strong. (laughs) He did. He he did the king punk. He did the king ping double handed uh, hammer fist on you. Mm. That killed Spider Man, yo. I feel like they could have killed us. That was not going sure. well for you three. No. I was going to be like, you can stop holding back. You can also burn tags. <laughs> well, they just hit us once. Like, yeah. They hit, us for once. they hit me once. Yeah. Uh. Bill, as soon as you I guess I stepped out yeah. of the uh, the stairwell, your phone started going off <laughs> as uh, like your signal is finally restored. Oh, okay. I will take that. Uh, one second. Yeah, you look down and you see uh, a lot of texts from uh, your wife. Um, oh, I thought it was ringing. Oh, no. Ringing. It's like you stepped up, and now you get all the incoming messages that couldn't reach you in the underground. And they are just worried messages. Like, where are you? There was a cop knocking on a door three doors down earlier. Do you think they're looking for us? Billy really wants some ice cream. When are you coming home? Billy um, and his ice cream. That boy, that boy loves ice cream. <laughs> He's gonna have cavities for days. <laughs> oh well. Um, but yeah, you get all these text messages as the three brothers are running off towards one, two, three Blanco Street. <laughs> all right, let's go. I'll t- I'll, I'm gonna make some phone calls. As long as we don't have to go to the dry cleaner. All right. Okay. You uh, run to the perimeter fence of the uh, the area. You find that little curled back fence that you kind of slip under. You go to the car, uh, and uh, Bill, as you are going, you call Sheila. Yeah. Hello. Bill, there's there's a police officer at the door. I think they're knocking. I think they're here for you. I'm trying to keep Billy quiet. We're in the bathroom, but he's knocking. Where are you? Oh. I'm, cu- I'm coming. I'll be there in like five minutes. Get here quick. Okay. And I peel out. Okay. Uh, Bill hangs up the phone and starts peeling off. Esther and Faye, uh, you're there with him in the car. Bill, what's going on? Uh, there's a police officer and um, got to make sure they're okay. Okay. We've got your back.
Hello, friends, and welcome to the mid-rolls section of episode 80 of Misconceptions. I'm your host, David White. Welcome to the show, and I hope that everyone out there is having a good time, making the most of their life, and is treating themselves. However you treat yourself, I hope that you're doing it. Me, myself, I am recording show notes right now for a show that I love to create, and then I'm going to go out into the living room, I'm going to put a nice little exfoliating mask on, and I'm going to watch some Bachelor with Carrie and Tessa and my sister. And, uh, you know, earlier today, I went to the gym and I worked out, and I hope you're doing something good for you. Uh, A little bit of show notes before we get back to the action to see what's going to happen with Bill and his family. Episode 81 of Misconceptions will not be released until... April 5th. Now, what in the world? Why is the next episode coming out in, like, a month? The reason is because during the month of May, Misconceptions and Sins of the Father will be replacing their regularly scheduled episodes with the crossover episodes. Remember those crossover episodes that we said we were going to record in celebration of getting to $400 a month on our Patreon? Well, we did it, and now they're getting edited, and now they're ready for you to listen. And guys, let me just say, the crossover episodes were probably the most fun I have had recording in a long while. It was lots of fun, and I cannot wait for you to hear the story that Jackson and I cooked up, uh, and to hear Bill and Esther and Faye interact with the kids from Sins of the Father. It was just a good time. It was a jam session in the fullest sense, and uh, it's it's fun. And I'm excited for you to listen to those uh, during the month of May. And while you are listening to those awesome crossover episodes, just remember that I am behind the scenes working and getting the next batch of episodes ready and fresh and dope to resume being posted in April. So hold your horses and let's get ready for those awesome episodes. And I mentioned our Patreon earlier. We are trying to get to $500 a month on our Patreon. Once we get to $500 a month, I can afford to pay the editors of our three shows, Tessa on After Hours, Marlo on Sins of the Father, and myself here on Misconceptions. And this would just be a very cool thing for me to be able to do to pay uh, Tessa and Marlo for the extra work they do behind the scenes after the stop recording button is pushed. Uh, And just the extra work and extra hours that they put in. It is not as much as they deserve, but it is a step in the right direction. And I would so appreciate it if you could help us get to that $500 a month goal. I would suggest pledging at the $5 a month level. It is affordable. It's not going to break your bank. It's going to get you a shout out on misconceptions, on sins of the father, and it's also going to get you access to our exclusive after hours content, which is unedited uh, uncut episodes from Misconceptions and from Sins of the Father, and will also give you access to SideQuest, our patron-only show where we play through a number of systems telling different stories with different characters and different cast members, and that's just a fun time, uh, and you can get that 
for $5 a month. So please help us get to $500 a month. Uh, I would love to be able to pay our editors more. Uh, and we just appreciate our patrons so, so much. Uh, they make it able for us to currently pay our performers for the amazing work they do and to put in the amazing ambiance and music and sound effects that we now have in each and every episode. So patrons, thank you so much for your support. And to our future patrons, we look forward to getting to meet you. And thank you for helping support the work we do here on Misconceptions. Well, I'm going to go put on that exfoliating mask uh, and watch some Bachelors, see what kind of drama people get into today, and you can listen to what drama Bill is about to get into right now. And Bill uh, speeding through red lights, taking corners a little too fast. You get to the motel where your wife and your son uh, are living. Uh, and as you show up, um, I think as you are driving up, the police car is driving by you. Uh, and so you pull into the parking lot as they pull out uh, and they have left. Uh, your heart beating. Um, you don't know what has happened. Uh, what do you do? Sprint up the stairs. Okay. You sprint, taking the stairs two, three steps at a time. Um, Faye and Esther, are you running with him? Maybe we're watching. Yeah, like, we're keeping watch downstairs, but, like, it doesn't make sense for us to run upstairs to his family. Okay. Uh, so, Bill, you get to the, the door of the motel room that they're in. So I open it and go inside. Uh, it opens. Uh, you walk in. Uh, the lights are off. It is very still. It is very quiet. You do not see Sheila. You do not see Billy. Uh, so I say Sheila louder. Maybe even maybe yelling. <laughs> not trying to, but yeah. I don't want to clip the audio. No, I think, yeah, you, you let out like kind of a louder than you were expecting it to be. Sheila! Uh, and then the sliding door into the bathroom slides open, and you see Billy poke his head out. Dad? And I just, like, run into there and turn on the light and say, are you okay? What's... And I, like, get down and start hugging Billy and seeing if his mom's okay. Yeah, and I think Billy runs to meet you as you're running to meet him, and as his little head hits your side, you feel that pain again um, but you know that pain is incomparable to the amount of pain you would feel if you lost them again uh, and you keep walking with him and you walk into the room and Sheila is on the ground her hair thrown over her face uh, just crying hysterical I set Billy on the bed and say hey just just wait right here buddy alright I'm going to make sure mommy feels okay Okay. I'm going to sit down next to uh, Sheila and just hold her. I thought they, I thought they were here for you. They're, they're knocking. We hit in here and I just... I didn't know what they wanted. Left. <laughs> I scared Bill. I know. We, we don't have to worry anymore. And she just continues to 
sob and weep into your shoulder, her tears just wetting the fabric of your shirt. I'm done. We can we can go. We can get far away. Okay. And I think we cut from that scene to Faye and Esther. Uh, you're downstairs in the parking lot. Are you in the car? Are you out of the car? Uh, what are y'all doing? Uh, probably out of the car. We're not necessarily at the car anymore, but we're like, I don't know, kind of like casing the place, like making sure there's nobody like that we need to be worried about. Okay. And then, you know, maybe as Bill has gone longer, we like meet up, um, kind of in like an overhang where the stairs would be and we're just leaning against the wall um, once we've checked once we've checked the place out yeah and uh 15 20 minutes have passed since bill went in and you hear a door shut and you hear uh, a little pitter patter of feet as billy runs down the staircase uh with a uh little kid's backpack thrown over his shoulders and he is holding the little toy that Bill made sure to grab from his home in episode one of season three. Um, and he kind of pauses and looks at the two of you. You're, uh, you're, you're daddy's friends, right? Yeah, buddy, we are. Okay, well, dad's upstairs. He's getting mom. Uh, we're leaving. And he runs towards Bill's car that's still running. Uh, And then much slower than Billy, you see Bill and Sheila coming down the staircase. Uh, Sheila is kind of curled up into herself. She has a ball cap on with her hoodie up over the ball cap. Uh, And she, uh, as Billy recognized you, she, if she does recognize you, she doesn't pay you any mind. Um, And she makes her way towards a car as well. Um, and I think Bill is holding both a bag of his stuff and a bag of his wife's stuff. Um, and he steps down onto the cement sidewalk where the two of you are. I walk up to Esther and Faye. And I set the bags down. Uh, I say, so, um, I think I have to go. What do you mean? I mean, in a world where I was younger and had less responsibilities, this this grand adventure could continue. But I have a wife to think about and a child, and um, I can't keep doing this to them. They don't. They don't deserve it. And I believe in what we're trying to do. I really do. But. I just can't lose them again. I would rather live subjugated and enslaved in a world with my family than as a free man without them. So I have to, uh, I think we just have to go. Where will you be? Maybe we'll go back to the Golden Coast, figure out a way out of the city first, and then who knows, maybe I'll send y'all a postcard or something I've loved working with y'all but I think this is what's best for them Faye um, wipes tears from her eyes <clears throat> um, 
wet. I'm I'm really gonna miss you. Gonna miss y'all too. And I think Bill like hugs them awkwardly. <laughs> Esther is uncomfortable. Faye fully embraces the hug. <laughs> I can just picture it. Mm-hmm. Esther is like stiff. <laughs> I'll be wishing for y'all to get whatever's going on here straightened out. Bill, are you sure? Yeah. I like to, I, I say yeah, and then like I look back, and I see Billy like bouncing up and down in the seat, <laughs> and Sheila just kind of like staring at me, huddled, just decimated, and I that kind of like really solidifies it for me, and I just kind of straighten up, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Be careful out there. You too. We love you. I love y'all too. Esther fights back, rolling her eyes at that. She doesn't roll them, but she wanted to. And then uh, Bill tips his cowboy hat and uh, picks up the bags and slowly loads the stuff up. Yeah, and I think Bill loads up the car, gets in the car, puts it in drive, backs up, or puts it in reverse, backs up, and starts driving away. And I think, Bill, you go to adjust the rearview mirror and the camera focuses on it and we see Esther and Faye watching you drive away and you, you let out a, a sigh and let your hand fall on the, the gear shift and as it's focusing on your hand on the gear shift, you just see Sheila's hand come into the frame and wrap around yours uh, and you tighten your grip you grab the wheel and turn it to the right and start driving away and we see a shot of Bill in the driver's seat Sheila in the passenger seat and Billy sitting in the back seat kind of in between them and uh, it's just this very somber moment as you're driving away from this investigation and this crew and then Billy says so are we going to get some ice cream before we leave? end of episode thanks for listening to this week's episode of misconceptions we'll be back with our next episode on may the 1st which will be the first episode in our four-part crossover series we have a facebook and a twitter you can find us on both of those platforms to get up-to-date information about the show and behind the scenes pictures we also have an email misconceptionspod at gmail.com if you would like to contact us that way We also have a Discord. If you would like to chat with us directly or chat with fans of the show, there is a link below to our Discord. Please go ahead and join. This show is fully supported by the generous monthly donations of our patrons on Patreon. We would not be able to make this show without them. If you would like to join that elite group of backers, please click the link below and give whatever amount you can. City of Mist is an RPG by Son of Oak. You can find more of their products at sonofoak.com. The Misconceptions theme music was composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at aaronwharton.net. Misconceptions is a product of the Misconceptions Podcast Network. Be sure to stick around for the geek out after the credits right after this. And keep it nerdy, y'all.
<laughs> uh, let's geek out. With James. Okay. Yeah, and now, listeners, James is here because he woke up. So, <laughs> hi, baby boy. He made hi? the great escape. Hey, baby James. What's oh my gosh, James? Do you see Uncle? Huge. Yeah, look at his forehead, my man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> look at that third eye. <laughs> oh my gosh! We had to listeners. We had to take our son to the ER recently oh, because gosh. he busted he took, his like, head a champ, open. Though. Yeah, he, he cried like more. Uh, he cried more with them trying to get the heart monitor on his foot than he did when he busted his head open. <laughs> um, he just didn't want to mess with his foot. Um, so. Um, surprise, listeners! This was this is <laughs> this was Jaime's uh, last episode with us. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, Jaime, do you do you want to say anything to to our our listeners? Uh, yeah, I still hate Logan. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just Some joking. things never um, change. Always diffusing the tension. <laughs> it's been 80 episodes. Yeah. Holy cow. Did we start this before I graduated? Yep. Man. Yep. Okay. So uh, I have graduated college, gotten one job, and then gotten another, <laughs> moved and purchased a house, gotten married. And have a baby on the way. Yeah. All in the span of misconceptions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, honestly, things have been going great. Mm-hmm. Maybe because of misconceptions, maybe because of other things. But um, it's been crazy. And all the while trying to figure out what on earth is going on in this city. Um, and I'm really thankful to know that we have... A fan base that's passionate enough to blow my phone up in Discord, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, and fall in love with the characters that we have fallen in love with through just playing them and getting to know them ourselves, which is like a really weird experience. Mm-hmm. But um, thank y'all for letting us tell our story in game and out of it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Thank you to David and Carrie and Tessa for putting up with <laughs> tardiness, uh, <laughs> but but having fun and um, maybe talking more than we record, but yeah. it's been good and I've enjoyed yeah. doing this, but yeah, things change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was just thinking about the other day about, I mean, you just said all the life changes you went through and like just how much all of our lives have changed in the, the course of this story. And uh, um, it's crazy. As much as our characters have changed and advanced, we have changed and advanced even more. Um, and, you know, when we started this, we had, I mean, I thought what you were saying as Bill was pretty allegorical. Um, we were younger, we had less responsibilities, um, and now we have a lot more. Um, and, and, uh, Jaime, I'm just thankful that, 
despite uh, your move back to Houston, keeping the show going, the drives to Austin to record with all of us, and then working around uh, your schedule and our schedules to do Discord calls, and then uh, staying on with us after you got married, and then moving again, and now that you're having a child, um, you have you have uh, sacrificed a lot of your personal time to keep making this show when it wasn't convenient to you. Um, and, uh, I, I, I thank you so much for Bill, uh, and for, uh, his caricature and you, um, pushing me on the rules and making <laughs> me look at my core rule book and actually learn the rules so that I could argue back against you. Um, but yeah, um, Bill is, as as Jaime is moving on with his family, Bill is moving on with his family. Um, but yeah, this is a it it's it's just something that had to happen. It's not necessarily a good thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. But it is a it's it's a life thing. Um, but yeah, um, Carrie or Tessa, do you have anything, or do we want to answer some questions? I will wait for the questions. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, almost said Bill. Jaime, since this is Bill's last geek out, uh, do you want to answer uh, the questions first? Or one of the questions first? Sure. Um, and I assume that... <laughs> yeah, James? <laughs> uh, and I assume that I will have to remind you of what the questions are. Uh, you know, 80 episodes in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, how has the crew grown this session? Which character had the most meaningful interaction with your character this session? And which of your themes is under the most strain? If it collapses, what new aspect will show up in its place? And also, we have the question that we made up. Uh, were two of your themes pitted against each other? If so, which one did you neglect? Assign fade or crack as appropriate? Uh, so what do you have? I think, what was the third question? I, that's the one I'm going to go. Uh, with, remind which me of your themes is under the most strain? If it collapses, what new aspect will show up in its place? Uh, okay. So family man was under the most strain. Uh, so if you lose family man, what would pop up in its place? Single. <laughs> Ab- ab- <laughs> abandoned. <laughs> well, abandoned family. I don't know. Uh, it would have to. Would it have to be something mythos related? That is how we've done it. As your logos, as you lose your logos, more mythos shows up in its place. Yeah. So family man was definitely under the most strain. But I'm trying to think of if if I think of like all the ways that we're describing what's happening that I think really what was happening was family man was getting pitted against, um, the crew, right. The whole, uh, the whole mission. So I don't know what would have replaced it. Yeah. Um, but I know now that like nothing would, Whoa. <laughs> whoa. He because he's on his hand and he's like, oh my oh, God. Is, he, is that what he's saying, whoa, about? Yeah, he's like, whoa. 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 You've unlocked new knowledge. Yeah. I can color on myself? No. This is game changing. No. Um, is it green? 
No, it's red. red. Dang, colorblindness strikes again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, and we had talked about, like, with Bill's mythos, uh, he, like, rides a, a turtle oh, yeah. through the sky, and he, like, has a magical sword. Um, yeah. It's so, like maybe one of those would pop up in Family Man's place. Probably transportation. I think, I think mm. being able to fly is really nice. So, yeah, Family Man was gone, then we would definitely get that flying turtle. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the lore is that that turtle is like constantly flying. Mm. So maybe I could have put my family on with some rice. Yeah, just have a been like. take a few laps around the city. <laughs> What's that? They could be like on a flying city. Just, mm. but that would have been pretty cool. Just to be able to like. Oh, we don't need a car, guys. Let's yeah. go. Let's ride the turtle. New yeah. turtle, who dis? Exactly. Are you reading? He just did the uh, sign language for read. Oh, snap. You read? Do you, do book you know ASL? He did read. Yeah. Uh, what is sign language for read? It's... You have your palm out. I know the listeners cannot see what we're doing, but you hold your hand out and you take your index finger and you like run it across your palm. But what he does is he puts his hand out and he just like taps his palm. <laughs> I love it's it. Also, vertical and you, these are your eyes. Yeah. Oh, and like read. that? Yeah. Yeah. Are you reading? Oh, yeah. Reading City of Mist. We got a new player. We're doing, um, like, I need to read my smartphone. Do you just do three fingers? yeah um okay uh well who would like to answer the next question (laughs) they can go okay so tessa they can go (laughs) they can go uh tessa no you're right you're right what uh what question would you like to answer um i'm gonna not cry through this that's gonna be a thing that happens um but um, I would like to give a help point to Jaime for being um, a great role player, um, but more importantly, Daddy. a <laughs> yeah, it's James, a um, wonderful friend um, yeah. and inspiration. Um, I am. I know this is not the end of us all being friends and hanging out. Um, I am so going to greatly miss you during our recording sessions. Um, I have always admired your patience and your leadership. Um, You know, when you were in college and your fraternity, you had great leadership when you were um, working at the churches, which I will not name. Um, You know, you've always been there for others and really supported others. And I've always um, really respected that about you. Um, and, and your ability just to to have really difficult conversations with people um, and have a lot of respect for them. Um, and yeah, it's been a wonderful four years. I am so excited for you and your family. I could not be more happy for you and Leslie and um, your, your sweet little baby coming. Um, so I know this is the best decision for you and your family. Um, and yeah. So thanks. Thanks for being a part of this. Love you lots. Thank you. Thank you, Tessa. Carrie. Uh well 
do I do this as Esther or do I do this as Carrie? Um, <laughs> Is there a difference? <laughs> Some people would say yes. I think my husband would say no. Depends on the day. Um, do you want me to take him? Yeah, I okay. guess so. He is stinky. Oh, come here, my stinky, stinky boy. boy. Uh, I mean, it's been fun, and uh, hopefully we'll all get back to camp someday. Mm-mm. Um, which is where our friendship started. Um. I always enjoy role playing with you because you're the one other than David that makes me feel comfortable at the table since the first time we've played like we just play off of each other very well um you're like a brother to me and I look up to you but also feel like I need to take care of you um and so uh just want to be a support to you and Leslie, and anything that y'all need, even though we're far away, we have weird hours, so call or text or whatever, we're awake. One of us is awake. Um, But we just want to see you succeed in all the things and just watch all of the great things that are going to happen. And it sucks that, you know, life happens and we have to change things, but... We still support you 100%, and we're always going to have your back. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also roll my eyes. <laughs> uh, I would also like to give a help point Here, to Jaime. <laughs> Just pass the baby. James. I would also like to give a help point to Jaime um, because... Uh, being my best friend uh, and for agreeing to do this nerdy thing that we do together uh, even though it was probably outside of his wheelhouse um, I want to give you a help point for like I said before sticking with it uh, through all the changes and all the moves um, for uh, responding to my questions about how to handle certain situations. Um, and uh, thank you for creating Bill and uh, creating a character that people have loved uh, and will continue to love as they listen to this uh, story even after you've you've gone. Um, but yeah, I would like to give my help point to Jaime. And I will give my help point to misconceptions <laughs> by listening to it now. I'm <gasps> oh. That's the greatest gift oh. of all. <laughs> Merry Christmas to Merry all. Christmas. <laughs> well, um, do we have anything else before we wrap up this episode? James, any last words? James, do you want to say anything to Uncle Jaime? I don't know why I was going to the right as if I could see him. <laughs> yeah. Can you blow him a kiss? Can you say mwah? Can you stare at him with your mouth agape? Perfect. <laughs> That's Job what sign. I like to there see. There it is. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, hi, mate. We all love you yes. um, and our listeners love you. 
And uh, listeners, I want you to go to our social media and I want you to go to our Discord and I want you to say something nice about Jaime and let him know uh, what you've thought about him being on the show and Bill, favorite moments, inside jokes. Um, but yeah, uh, Jaime, we love you. I love you, man. Uh, thanks for everything. And uh, I'll see you on the basketball court sometime. <laughs> Post-COVID, baby. Post-COVID. Yeah. Post-COVID. <laughs> well, both better love be careful. Too. You really are getting older. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> End of Geek Out.